Welcome to Entrepreneur Mindset Reset, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to learn from fellow business owners how to decrease the chaos and increase their sense of fulfillment while becoming more profitable. I'm your host, Tracy Trepesky. I'm an executive coach and consultant and mindset mastery expert. I'm also mom to two amazing teenagers and a menagerie of adopted furry family members. In each episode, we explore challenges, opportunities, and actionable tips to help you move your business forward while staying true to your vision. You'll hear from me and my guests how we've tackled some of the pitfalls and unexpected surprises that entrepreneurship delivers. We're the real deal, and we're here to inspire and encourage you. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today for a new episode of Entrepreneur Mindset Reset. It's your host, Tracy, and I'm so excited to share today's episode with you. Before we dive in, I'd like to remind you that your reviews and ratings help other entrepreneurs like you and me find us to partake in these free resources, connection, and valuable mindset tips. So please do take a few moments to leave your review on Apple to support us in our growth and to help our fellow entrepreneurs find our amazing guest stories. As you know, the entrepreneur's journey can feel lonesome and isolating. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs break through the isolation and achieve the success and fulfillment they've always dreamed of. I do this in two ways, both through my business and through this podcast. In my business, I've recently committed to dramatically narrowing my niche, which is both scary as hell (laughs) and extremely rewarding. It's making my life and business easier and has reignited my passion and excitement for doing what I do. Stay tuned for an upcoming solo episode where I'll share this transition, the mindset I needed to embrace, and how I've worked through the fear so I too can achieve the success and fulfillment that I crave. For those who may be a little impatient in finding out, I'll share a sneak peek and tell you that over the years, many physicians, practitioners, and psychologists who own their own practices have come to me to help them tackle the chaos and frustration of owning their business and to free up their time so they can enjoy the fruits of their labor all while serving their patients with the utmost care and professionalism. These amazing humans all have one thing in common. They're all puzzle solvers of some kind and want to help their patients get to the root cause of what ails them so they can heal and in turn live their most fulfilled embodied life. I'd say we all have that in common to some extent. So if you're what we behind the scenes here at Tracy Trepesky International call an INRP, so a practitioner of integrative naturopathic or regenerative medicine or a psychologist who's struggling to strike a balance between being the everything person in your practice and being an amazing provider. If you'd like to take your time back, I invite you to join us on Monday, February 21st for a private roundtable discussion on how to master time leadership as owner and provider. You can learn more and register at tracycherpesky.com forward slash medical hyphen practices. That link is in the show notes. All right. So let's get to Giuseppe, shall we? In today's episode, I am thrilled to be speaking with Giuseppe Grammatico, franchise veteran coach, author, speaker, and consultant, and the author of Franchise Freedom, a new manifesto for your financial and time freedom. Giuseppe tells us how he made the decision to get out of the life-sucking five-hour commute to and from his corporate job and embark on the journey into financial and time freedom through franchising. Giuseppe bought two franchises and became a soccer coach. Over time, he learned so much about the world of franchising that he decided to support future franchisees as a sort of matchmaker to help them find the right franchise fit. You won't want to miss when he shares his clarification of so-called work-life balance, and he says that overall balance is what we all need to aim for. He says it needs to be sustainable or it will catch up with you. I love how real Giuseppe is and how committed he is to his family. Many entrepreneurs start their businesses to have freedom of time, often stating they'd like more time with their families. Giuseppe emphasizes the importance of putting your highest priorities on your calendar as appointments. For example, he and his wife have a lunch date every Friday, and so it's on the calendar. Sometimes we need to remember what we're working with. You know, for example, if we have young children and we have work flexibility, then daytime dates may be the best way to honor a weekly commitment to a date with our spouse or partner. 
Listen also for his tips on reverse engineering everything and starting with a clean slate. Think big and put aside wanting to make a certain amount of money and focus on providing value. This is so rich. This conversation inspired me to go bigger. So listen for the rest of his tips and insights. And I just invite you to take notes as always. So grab a beverage or a snack and settle in to listen to Giuseppe and his amazing journey. Giuseppe, thank you so much for coming today. Tracy, thanks for having me. Looking, uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited. I know when we were warming up, we were, we were laughing a lot. So I'm like, my cheeks already hurt a little bit from, <laughs> from so much early day <laughs> smiling. Um, on day of recording, it's a Friday. I think we're both pretty happy that it's Friday. It's been one of those weeks, full moon week here. And <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Cold, everyone has colds that we were talking about. So ab- absolutely, it's one, definitely yeah. one of those weeks for, for all the, of us. Uh, absolutely. The, the sharing is caring motto in our yes. family really came through in the last two weeks. <laughs> yes, I agree. Oh my gosh. Well, before we dive in um, and talk about your, your story and your experience and all the wisdom that you have to bring, I like to ask our listeners where they're from. So where are you at right now? I am in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Point Pleasant. What is that closest to? That's uh, right on the shore. So it's oh, kind of nice. central and uh, kind of uh, about an hour. Uh, I'm sorry, a mile or two from the beach. So we're uh, oh. so yeah, it's, it's nice. It's cold. It's getting cold now, but summers are great over here. So yeah, oh, pretty, pretty. Yeah, the shore is so beautiful. You're lucky. <laughs> oh, yeah, my gosh. Well, go yeah, ahead. No, I was, I was going to say I always wanted to. We're not on the water, but I said we're far enough so that we don't have to worry about any, uh, <laughs> any hurricanes or anything. So, <laughs> right. You're just enough inland to be protected yes. and, but you can still walk. I mean, a mile's not that far. Not too bad. No. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, well, I'm excited to have you on the mm-hmm. show today. I think when we, well, we've talked a few times and I've been on your show and I, I love, I love the idea. I think something that we haven't talked about yet on the show is that you one could purchase a franchise or multiple franchises and create something based on a model that already exists and is proven and is duplicatable. And so bringing that perspective in, I think is really helpful. And plus just the times that we've talked, I feel like you have a really great mindset and a lot of wisdom to share. So I'm excited to share your story and your journey. And with that, I just want to open the floor to you to tell us whatever you want to tell us. If you want to start with what you do and, and how you got here or whatever floats your boat, the floor is yours. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll start my story kind of just to, and then go into what I do. So I am born and raised in New Jersey. I uh, have a beautiful wife and two children and um, had a corporate job prior to the children being born and five hour commute round trip and was just miserable. Yeah, door to door, that's that's round trip. So, and I just did not see any end in sight. I didn't like my job. I made good money. That was the, the positive and the, and the driver at the time since we just bought a home and just recently got married. And I said, if we're going to have a, a family, it's going to be impossible for me to see my children. So with a baby on the way, I said, I have to make a change. So talking to people on the bus, the shining or the, the moment I remember was, was talking to someone on the bus and they just absolutely looked miserable. <laughs> oh, they were taking the same bus I was taking. It was an hour bus ride, which turned into two hours over the last 20 years, they were just not happy. I kind of, as they were talking, envisioned my, my, the way my life would be in 20 years. They just were very negative, just complaining the whole time. And I said, I really have to make a change. So <laughs> um, explore other jobs and, and said, you know what, the commute's still going to be maybe a little bit less, but I'm not going to be happy working for someone else. So maybe I thought it was the industry or the employer. Finally, did some research and hooked up with a coach. And the coach, we started talking about what color is your parachute. And she said, your color or your parachute, I should say, a color is uh, systems in place. I'm like, well, what does that mean? And she's like, you're not the creative type. You are the type that likes a system in place so that you can just run with it. So fast forward, do I look at jobs? Do I look at businesses? Actually approach a franchise consultant, which is what I do today. And back in 2005, 2006, and ended up buying two franchises in 2007, where we identified a business that was in place that allowed me, you know, what was my goal? Time and financial freedom to be home, to become a soccer coach eventually, which was a dream of mine and uh, coach my children 
And uh, yeah, been doing it ever since. Um, sold my businesses last year, continuing to uh, double down on the franchise coaching and consulting. Just loved the entire process and, and became a coach uh, and con- uh, or cons- I, I say both because there we have two titles. Became a coach years ago just because I loved what the the service and I'm a product of that service, right? So, and what we do is very simple. We offer a no fee free service to all our candidates to get clear on if business ownership is the right fit. So we have kind of a 20 minute intro call, see if franchising is, is the right fit for them, followed by a, a call where we take a deep dive if franchising is a good fit. What does the business look like? What's your skill set? What's your ideal day? What are you doing as your main role in the business? And we explore after that two or three franchise concepts that truly match what you're looking for in a business. And uh, we make introductions and we coach them through the whole process, making sure that they're answering the right questions and getting the answers that they need in order to make that final decision. So it's a very rewarding career and business and get to help people make one of the biggest financial decisions that they can make in their entire lives. Yeah. I think that's really interesting that it's kind of like matchmaking service, right? So Mm -hmm. figuring out what's best, which I mean, it's just very, very interesting. And then for our listeners to think like, maybe you've got a skill set that could match up with something and you haven't, you haven't figured out what that is yet. Any kind of coaching can help you, I think really. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if you're thinking like a franchise model is something that is a possibility. How cool. I think that probably minimizes a lot of the risk is to come in and and get a better fit. I'm right. sure that there are lots of stories of uh, things not working for people when they decide to take the leap and go into some kind of business or buying a franchise. So I think that's a really cool model. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, it's it's um we approach it so we the internet makes things overwhelming, right? There's so mm. much internet, there's so much coaching and advice and franchise um, rankings. It just becomes just overload. So what I tell people is put that all aside, work in reverse, reverse engineer everything. That That's mm. the process that I uh, kind of went through. And it's very simple. Figure out what you want. I kind of compare it to Bob Ross, the painter, if you know Bob Ross. Oh, yes. Um, we got to watch him on, on vacation. My kids never knew who Bob Ross was, and now they <laughs> love Bob Ross. It's pretty funny. Happy little bird. Happy, happy little cloud, I remember. And in, 30, <laughs> in 30 minutes, it was this beautiful painting every time. Mm-hmm. So get a blank piece of paper or that blank canvas and forget about the franchise or your opinion or what your cousin told you or family member. Just, you know, what does it look like? Are you going to a physical location every day? Are you, you know, working from home, maybe off a laptop? Do you have a lot of employees? Are you in New Jersey? I, I currently live in New Jersey, but maybe your goal is to move to Arizona or Florida someday. So where are you physically located? And figuring all that out, you know, f- figure out your vision. You know, what, what is your end goal? What are you trying to accomplish? You start to list these, these things out and just what the business looks like in general and not thinking, well, I think I can make more money in this industry. I challenge you to put that aside and just figure out the right business for you. Because if you do pick the right business, it's going to be much more sustainable. You know, we're not looking for fads or what you know, a business you can make a lot of money up front. The value in the business is that it's something that you can you can grow. It becomes that enterprise that you can maybe you know, that legacy you can pass down to your children. And if your children don't want that business, you can sell it for a multiple as we were talking prior to the show. So don't worry about the business. Kind of like the advice I give, figure out where you want to be. And then we'll, we'll yeah, so this is the kind of the end goal of where I want to be. And then we will figure out how to get there. Don't get caught up on the, on the how, but just figure out what you want. And I think that's a great starting point. And, um, doesn't require research. It requires you. I recommend in the evening or weekends, maybe the, the email's light, your phone's not ringing and just lock your door and spend an hour and just mm-hmm. kind of do, do, do some, um, some deep thought thinking undistracted. And I think that's the, the best advice I can give to everyone in, in, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that's something that we all ought to spend some time doing at least on a semi-regular basis, even if we're right. not looking to make a big change in our lives, it's just to 
to recalibrate and check in with where we're at, what we really want. Are we still on track toward what we want? Mm-hmm. Did what we want change? Because right. that happens sometimes too. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great coaching piece, right? And of course, as a coach, I love that stuff. Right. But I think Co- that it's coach stuff, approved. Yeah, <laughs> coach approved. Yeah. Because it's, you know, without clarity, I think we just get a lot of chaos. And so mm-hmm. I find that within everything in, mm-hmm. in my own stuff. And I talk with maybe potential clients or with a current client who might be going through something and questioning or whatever, as, as one does Mm. is to get back to clarity. Okay. Let's come back to the basics. And we do a lot of working at backwards, go out to the end result. Mm. Like, how do you, how do you see yourself? How do you want to feel? What's your day today? I love that you get really clear. Do you want to be, you know, going into a brick and mortar? Do you want to be working from home at a laptop? Do you have a team? What, you know, what does that look like? So I think that's, So I think that's really cool. So when you do this for people, do you have, are you connected to lots of different franchises or is it that you have a concept and then you make connections? Like, how does that, what is that? (laughs) Yeah. So, so I think that, so the value we bring to the table is that process we we talked about earlier. So I get very specific. So for example, if someone uh, will say, I want to be, uh, have a business on the side, we call that semi-absentee, essentially just not being full-time in the very beginning. It's those questions that I ask, but it's not just questions, jotting down an answer, moving on, but doing a little deeper dive and saying, well, what, is that, what does that look like? Because part-time, does that just mean you're going to work all day Saturday and Sunday? Can you invest during the business hours? Or maybe this is a business where you just it's it's in the evening. We have businesses that just function in the evening. So we ask a lot of questions. We dive deep. If someone says, I want to buy a restaurant, I'll say, why? And then what does your ideal business look like? And in many cases, they don't match up. So once we get specific and we say, okay, yes, that person wants a part-time business, that eliminates a big chunk of the, of the universe of franchise companies because many, believe it or not, and this is also a, kind of one of the myths, it's not about having a lot of money or people in place. Many franchise companies will not allow you to be semi-absentee in the very beginning. They may require you to be six to 12 months. You're going to be a owner operator 40 hours a week in the business. So by asking these questions, okay, I want to be semi-absentee and I want to be located in Northern New Jersey, uh, whatever the county is, um, that's, that's also another way to narrow the universe because there may not be availability for certain franchises. Many franchises are sold out in our state. So mm. that would also kind of trim down the universe. If you tell me you, you want to keep your investment under a couple hundred thousand dollars, well, that may eliminate a lot of the brick and mortar because brick and mortar does cost money and things like that. So as mm. we ask these questions, they start to scale down. And we typically like to recommend no more than two or three companies because there's because there's a lot of research and due diligence. You know, we estimate 10 to 20 hours, if not more, of due diligence, um, assuming that you kind of go towards the end, to, to the end. If you, after two calls, you're not into it, maybe a two hour investment of your time. But if you continue through the process and talk to franchisees and the franchisor, it's going to be 10 to 20. So after mm-hmm. gaining all that info and then going back I, you know, and talking to the franchise companies to say, hey, I'm speaking with Tracy. This is her skill set. This is what she's looking to accomplish. This is her investment range, yada, yada, yada. Do you think they're a good, do you think Tracy's a good fit? Do you have territory availability? Um, once we get yes, I, I think they may be a good fit. That's when we make the introduction. So uh, we do a lot of the work, not, not the due diligence, but a lot of the work, kind of the pre screen uh, mm-hmm. before making the introduction. Nice. I'm sure that that's well, you're providing a service both ways, right? You're providing a service to the, potential franchisees, but also to the franchisor, like probably cutting down a lot of time going both ways. Yes. And that's why the, the franchisor uses, will utilize uh, a franchise consultant because they're getting thousands of internet leads. And a lot of those leads just, they're, they don't meet the, the financial requirements or the territory is already sold. So they can't physically return or respond to every single one. So they'll, mm-hmm. they'll utilize a coach or consult like myself to really bring them qualified leads and say, okay, they, they check off all the boxes. Now it's, it's more of a fit thing. They have, it has to fit the culture. And mm-hmm. um, you're also competing with two or, two or three other, comp- uh, two other companies because there's three in total. So maybe they're all great fits, but one is going to prevail as, as the one they decide on. So 
so yes, they use us and, and, and people that come to us to buy that franchise uh, don't, don't know where to start. And in many mm -hmm. cases, I tell them, you shouldn't own a business. You know, COVID has been this big, you know, okay, I'm taking a step back in life and really reevaluating things. It's been that mind shift. There are other options out there. I don't have to be stuck at my job. And a job is not a bad thing, right? If we were all business owners, we wouldn't have employees, I jokingly say. So there's nothing wrong with a job, but don't fool yourself to think that a job is going to be safe and a business is going to be all risk. Figure out what you want, and then you look at kind of the pros and cons to both. But there's, there's, there's pros and cons to everything. Startups are also a great option for people that don't want to follow a system that's put in place for them. And that's fine as well. You know, the, the point is not for me to say franchising is the best, but what is the, the best vehicle? What is the best route for you and what you're looking to accomplish? That, that's, that's the value we bring. And then that person at the end of the day has to make their final decision. There's a couple of things that you said that, that really struck a chord with me. And one is a common thread. I think almost every single guest has said something to the effect of, if you're coming into it because you think that the money is the primary driver, or you think it's a great idea mm -hmm. and money is your primary driver, I think a, a lot of things can happen. One of them is you can be disappointed. And two mm -hmm. is you may end up burning out yes. in an area that you thought you loved. And so going through the process and connecting to not just the why, I think why is super important, but also the what's, the in-between what's. Mm -hmm. And so I think that the process that you take people through is very supportive of that. And I would imagine there are times when you put a lot of energy into this, but you're saving everybody energy ultimately, right? When we like when we think about the the primary reasons that people purchase, right? It's like the four, make mm -hmm. money, save money, save time and avoid effort. And right. you probably tuck all, all four of those when you work with people. But I think the mm -hmm. thing that we sometimes don't think about is the effort and time and how expensive that is in terms of our energy and you know mental bandwidth. Yeah. I, not I, just I saw, dollars. I, I agree. I, I am um, I used to work in the investment field prior to this and it's the time value of money. You know, what's your mm -hmm. time worth? And in a job they say you you trade time for money. And I always challenge people when they look at these startups, I go, it's typically someone that created this business plan and it sits on their laptop uh, for, for a decade and they don't do anything with it. And I go, well, how much opportunity was lost? People don't know how to measure that. Yeah. And when, when people come to me and say, well, I'm kind of in between a franchise and a startup, and I said, do, do them both. The, fran the franchisor is going to be the, 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 the springboard into entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Maybe that because they're going to, the franchise company is going to want you to start getting up and running, generating revenue. You pay a royalty typically. That's how they make their money is, is based off a, a royalty stream. And maybe that, 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 um, that coach, that support system gets you up and running so that now you're like, all right, I'm motivated. Now I'm going to tackle my, my startup as well. You could do both. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not, all right, I'm in franchising. So I'm always in franchising. I, I've owned both. Uh, I own a, a restaurant with my family, non-franchise, and I own a franchise. I, I've done them both. So you're not stuck in, in, in one area per se, but you have options. I save a lot of people time because they do the opposite. They, they look at a, a specific business like franchi uh, franchise, Subway, excuse me, mm -hmm. and they'll say, okay, Subway, everyone owns it and they're making a ton of money. And my friends own it. They're, they're making money, um, a lot of money because they own multiple stores. And then I'll say, well, what do you want out of a business? Ideally, Subway aside. And they, and they tell me, I only want to manage a few employees. I really don't <laughs> want to work at, at a physical location or nights and weekends. And I'm like, you just outlined the food service business. Right. But by all restaurants. And, and right. All restaurants. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's seven days a week. So yeah. why compromise? Why right. not? If you decide on what you want, and then you find the businesses, it, it'll eliminate the headaches of time. Like you talked about it saying, okay. Subway, all right, I'm going to force myself. I'm going to put, I'm going to compromise. I'm going to move forward to find out they didn't accept me. The territory is already sold. I don't meet the financial requirements. You did all this research, wasted maybe two, three, 10 hours talking to franchisees and doing all this stuff to find out it's not even available in your area. So, you know, I think this is the value. If you would like to use our, our someone like myself, great. We don't charge. We bring a lot of knowledge and value. I bring business ownership as well. Like I've, I've owned a business. I know I can tell you what to expect mm -hmm. um, bo on both sides, but 
you know, if you arm yourself, at least with what I outlined today, I think it'll make your life a lot easier and just make the, the process so much simpler to the point where it's not this information overload. You're like, okay, I know what I want. These are three companies. Let me just break it up there. And worst case, we throw a fourth in the mix if for whatever reason they don't match. So just simplifying it. And, I, and, and another thing I'll add is bringing whoever is involved. If you are married, bring your spouse on that call. I can't tell you how many calls I have where the husband or the wife or only one of the investors, whoever's on that call, there's one. And I go, this is not going to work. When I bought my franchise, I had my wife on, on the calls, maybe not on every call, but she was definitely on the, uh, the initial calls. Your family's involved. You need to mm-hmm. have your spat. There's going to be sacrifice. If you're, I went in full time, I left a, a great salary to start a business. So we were on you know, one income in the very beginning. It was going to affect what we did, vacations, all that kind of stuff. So having your, your family involved, telling your, if you have children, telling your children, hey, maybe this year is going to be a little light. We need to cut back mom or dad or both of us, uh, whoever's involved in starting a business. And this is why we're doing it. I think that's gold. And just letting everyone mm-hmm. know so that you don't have a stress for you. And then everyone's like, what the heck? Why aren't we going on vacation? Why is dad or mom working so many hours? So I think the communication is also key. I think that's something that we don't always think about, mm-hmm. right? If it's just one person in the partnership, if it's like a married type partnership, is doing the business, we sometimes forget that the other partner and whoever else is, you know, immediately there is really impacted by mm-hmm. it. And so creating that one is if you have, especially if you have kids, I think this is a really great example to set for them is that they get to see that there are lots of different ways to make a living. And there are lots of different ways to do even to do entrepreneurship and business ownership. But one of the things that I work on with my clients, and it sounds like you take this into account as well, is like every single area of life, I'm drawing a circle, Mm -hmm. um, every single area of life is impacted Mm -hmm. by all the other things we do. There's always a spillover effect. It's like, I joke that it's like the only trickle down that actually makes sense. So like, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Our, our, Business is going to impact our relationships and our environment and our time and our free time and our personal growth and all of that. Like every single thing in our lives needs to be taken into account. And so when you ask, you know, your potential franchisees to think that through, I'm curious if you ever get any like pushback or surprise on that. Like, what? Why? It's mine. I'm the one who's buying it. Yeah. Well, I don't. Um, they, they, the actual response, and I just had this conversation yesterday um, because the, the gentleman made a an appointment, and I just I only saw one email, and I said, "Well, how come your wife isn't on the on, on the call?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to ask her." I said, "Would you <laughs> would you buy a home, you know, without talking with one another? It's a, it's a huge investment. Yes, you're both living there, but that business is going to support your family. So I'm just I'm I'm a little shocked by it, maybe because it came. I'm very transparent. My wife and I, we talk about everything. If business was a little slower in the beginning or things are good, you know, we we have those conversations. So mm-hmm. maybe not everyone has those relationships. So it, it's not as easy as it was for us. But yeah, to your to your point, it's balanced. And and, and people always talk about the the personal and, and, and work life balance. I, I challenge that. I, I just had someone on the show. He's a friend of mine for over a decade. Uh, we call him Jam, John Allen Mullenhauer. He talks about performance lifestyle. And he's like, it's all about balance in general. So I, you know, full disclosure, I started my my business. The stress was through the roof the, the first year as we, we kind of figured things out. And um, that was on me. It wasn't the franchise or it was just I had to have that mindset shift, right? I needed mm-hmm. to keep, you know, it wasn't about working 18 plus hours a day. I had to work out. I was neglecting that and eating healthy. I was eating on the run and, and traveling quite a bit. So you need to balance it all. It needs to be sustainable or else it's going to catch up to you. So, yep. um, you know, prioritizing and, you know, my coach and consultant didn't really go over that with me. You know, it was kind of, it was, you know, they went dove right into it. I, I spent a little bit more time because I think that's where people struggle. I have them prioritize financial freedom, time freedom. You know, we kind of go down the list. What's most important to you? If you had to rank them, they're all important. And it's funny to say, you know, it was, it, I want to make a lot of money, but let, let's. I want to make sure I don't. I don't miss another soccer game again. And that's mm. when you start getting into the the 
positive, you know, motivators, why they want to make this change as well as the negative. But what are they looking to accomplish? It's to be home, you know, earn money for their, their family, but more importantly, be there for their family. So I think, Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a great exercise to go through with anyone. I think that's an important piece of the puzzle too is, and it's a, it's a complete mindset shift. Mm -hmm. It's different than what we've been trained. It's certainly not what we were taught growing up in school, but to build a business around your life, Mm -hmm. not the other way around. Don't build your life around your business or your job or whatever. I mean, this is of course coming from a very privileged perspective. I understand that and I acknowledge that. However, if we make the decision about the kind of life that we want to have, we can prioritize that even if we're not, you know, raking in big money and, and, you know, even if we're working shift jobs and we don't have a lot of control over our schedule, we can still make the decision that this is the way I want my life to be and then plug everything else around that. So it's, yeah, that's, that's it. That that's, that's the secret of life. I think that it is. It's, it's really challenging too, because reality is going to come and, you know, smack us upside the head a lot, you know, and, and that's not to say that you don't have to work hard or that you won't be, especially in the beginning, probably putting in a lot of hours, mm-hmm. like any, any guru out there who's saying that you're actually working a four hour work week is blowing a lot of smoke. <laughs> I, I, I think, yeah, I, uh, I, I've tried the four hour work week. It doesn't, uh, I mean, I don't it, even, it also, <laughs> Some people don't consider what they do. They don't consider what they do work. So what are they counting? But yes, you want to automate things and a franchise has things automated. (laughs) But even with with a with any business, a coaching business, right? You can automate and outsource and have people handle your podcasts or your social media. But to your point, something I learned years ago, uh, again from another coach, about maybe about two or three years ago. So this is a little little secret. To do lists. I I was a big to do list guy and. And then I had to do this, that, and then if there was time, I would I would work out or, or do stuff with the family. And it, it just became overwhelming, my anxiety levels through the roof. So this gentleman years and years ago ta- taught me something. So I use Google Calendar. So whatever system you have, I highly recommend Google because everyone can have their own calendars on there in different colors. And what you do is blank calendar, you put the important stuff. And guess what? Business is last. It's always mm-hmm. at the bottom. Sorry for everyone listening, but anyone that I'm working with, but business is important, but my family is my priority. So I put on there actually, and probably in about 30 minutes here, date, night, or lunch with my wife. We do lunch right now. It's uh, 1230 to 1.30, 2 uh, 2 o'clock, whatever that that time frame is. Put that on the calendar every Friday. That is a non-negotiable. There are no meetings. I have a 30 minute buffer, which is actually something new in between those meetings. So if lunch ends at two, the next call is at two 30, the earliest that's every Friday. I have all my son's uh, soccer games, my daughter, she's in uh, various clubs and, and, and activities like uh, she used to be in Girl Scouts that was on there. So you had date night or lunch, one event with the kids, all their games are first working out in the morning, which I need to work on. <laughs> We do, we're, we're walking in the morning. So seven to eight, I take a, you know, I drop the kids off. We do a morning walk with my wife only after that's been filled out, incorporating the 30 minute buffer. That's when I open up my calendar uh, via Calendly, which com- uh, connects to Google, Google calendar and says, okay, Giuseppe is available 10 to three today, 10 to two tomorrow. The, these are the time frames, and you can book at your leisure, giving you that, that buffer. Mm-hmm. I think if you run your life on that Google calendar. And also on that Google calendar are your to-dos where instead of making this hundred, you know, lit <laughs> bullet point list, yes. you'll say, work on a strategized marketing. I do that every Monday. Maybe that's 10 to 12. No one can book a call uh, for me. I shut off my phone and that's it. Actually, I lied. I put my phone on silent in the event it's the school calling, but right. um, for any event, Family especially with, with, with COVID, right? You know, yes. you never know if someone gets, we've had a We've had a few scares at the school. So putting that on there. And I think if you structure your life that way, it'll simplify things. Give it a shot. Is it easy? Absolutely. Prioritize. Everything is a choice. So if that's important to you, you will prioritize and do that as soon as you listen to the show. So I challenge everyone to do that. I would encourage everyone to their feedback and see if it works or not. I want to second this with like both hands in the air. (laughs) (laughs) I, through the advice of my coach many years ago, 
started blocking time. And it terrified me because it made me air quotes, less available to people. But what right. happened, you know, the, the gist of it was Mondays and Fridays, no client calls. Mm-hmm. And I still stick to that for the most part. Every once in a while, I have to work something in and it just, it's my choice to do right. that. But by and large, Mondays and Fridays are for very specific things. Recording the podcast is one of them. Working on my business, having long stretches of time to right. be able to dedicate to that. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is client work. And then I also work in in Sometimes I just put a block on my calendar mm-hmm. so that I don't have anybody else to schedule. Right. <laughs> just like I'm, I, I've overpeopled this week or something, and I just will start to block it. I also put things in my calendar, in the rules in the calendar that don't allow people to schedule with, le- with less than a certain amount of notice. Yes, I have that as well. Um, yeah. So, and you said something actually twice: the thirty-minute buffer. Mm-hmm. I really want to encourage our listeners to put buffers in your calendar. It's, you know, it's kind of along the lines of multitasking, switching gears really quickly Mm -hmm. is uh, very energy draining and can, I mean, sometimes we can be really on and we just, we've already seen our calendar. We know what's up and this is the way the day is going to go. But by and large, I have at least a 15 minute buffer between calls, usually 30. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I will manually move something to make something work or to accommodate something that I want to be doing. It's usually not I will accommodate my clients. I don't want my clients to be listening and be like, she never accommodates me. <laughs> it's not that. It's that my time and energy are very valuable to me, but they're also really valuable to my clients. And they depend on me being able to show up and be really focused and right. really present. And for those of us who are doing any kind of work that requires us to be really focused and present, I, I invite you to to consider blocking your time, take Giuseppe's challenge and, and give it a run and see what happens. Um, when I changed my calendar over to blocking to only do client calls Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, within a month, I doubled the number of clients that I was seeing. So it freed up time for me to work on marketing, to have right. more dedicated, you know, exploratory calls with people. And yeah, so I, it was early on. So it was easy for me to double. Now, if I doubled, it would take probably longer than a month, right. but you know, at the time, it was easier for me to build my practice that way. So it's it's interesting what happens when we clear out the energy. We have more to use it in a dedicated way. You know, like if you have a dedicated day for podcasts, you get into a rhythm, right? Okay. It's like, okay, I'm, today's podcast day and I schedule everything and you're in podcast mode instead of going yep. from podcast to consultation to marketing. But the buffer too, where, where I've noticed help drastically is that after I do a podcast, after I do a consultation, both are about an hour range, I can sit down, everything is fresh in my mind and say, okay, these are some of the show notes for the podcast, the key yep. takeaways. I can start the email where I, I have a, uh, a marketing agency that helps me with my edits. If it's a, if it's with a candidate, everything is fresh in my mind. These are some uh, my to-dos, what I have to send to them, maybe some franchise ideas and some other notes while it's fresh. Because what I noticed was I was doing call, 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 call in the morning. Then I would be up late at night thinking, all right, what, what do we discuss? Or he mentioned that I can't read my my handwriting because as you're writing, sometimes it's really, (laughs) it's scribble, Yep. chicken scratch. So you're trying to figure out what the heck you wrote. So instead of that 30 minute buffer and that 30 minutes turned into maybe an hour. So I was losing and working late at night. So this has definitely Mm -hmm. helped. And, um, and I'm accommodating. Sometimes I have to move things a little bit around, or maybe I do a, a call a little bit later since we cover the entire country, uh, as mm-hmm. well as Canada. So we try to accommodate where we can, but I think that will keep, keep you in line, organized, and uh, it's helped with productivity 100%. Yeah, it really does. It's amazing actually. And for creative people, routinizing sometimes feels like it will stifle creativity, mm-hmm. but it's been my experience with myself, with my clients who are creative, who need to be free spirited that when when they know what to expect for particular stretches of structured time, it's like it opens up more brain space for creativity, right. for development, for, for strategy. I do so much better with strategy when my brain is clear and my calendar has white space yeah. on it. Now, in order to create white space, I put a light blue thing in there. That's my Google, right? That's like Google's connected to my, to my uh, online calendar. So I just block it and yeah. my assistant will, you know, joke, be like, I can tell the weeks when you are like a little fried Mm because I'll pop in to do something and I'll see that you just put a big block that says 
no clients. <laughs> just change it. I'm fried. <laughs> right. I'm fried. I should, I should, I should just be like, put a let's, fried egg let, emoji. Let, let, yeah. Just, just, just be open. <laughs> yeah. And, right. and, and to, and to that point, sometimes maybe Monday is not a good day. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me, sometimes it's, uh, you know, Monday, I don't like to do a lot of calls Saturday morning for whatever reason, I get a great night's sleep. I go to bed early on, on Friday. Sound like an old man here, but I try to go to <laughs> go to bed early on Friday, but Saturday, I feel so refreshed. Yeah. The weeks are busy. There's activities, there's work stuff. There, there's a lot of stuff going on Saturday. All of a sudden I'm, I'm getting all these creative ideas mm-hmm. and I used to say, okay, I'll, you know, I, I just want to relax. Maybe I'll do it later. But while it's fresh in your mind, sometimes I'll write uh, social media posts, uh, blog posts for the entire month, just in mm-hmm. an hour on a Saturday morning. It's crazy how the ideas just start coming out. So document it, use voice recorders um, that transcribe, take advantage of that. I use that voice recorder daily and um, you don't forget stuff so that it's all out of your head. I do a brain dump at the en- end of every day where you just write everything that's on my mind so I can sleep better. And sometimes these ideas turn into some, some bigger things. I may have an idea for a, a franchise company for an individual I'm working with. And if I don't write it down, I'll be worried the next day that I'll forget. So right. just, just, you know, e- easy stuff to do. You can implement it immediately, but it's been, um, it's been extremely helpful for both personally business and everything in, in between. So that's, that's a really good tip, right? It's like, do your I call it the um, ta-da list. Like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we it's the I've completed list. Like, ta-da, just, I like that. Okay. Ta-da. <laughs> um, my coach taught my the coach who trained me taught me that. She's like, it's not the to-do list is important, but it's really the ta-da when you okay. can when you can celebrate what you've accomplished. It does a lot of things for your brain. And right. and what made me think of that is, you know, you're saying like you just brain dump at the end of the day, and it helps you sleep better. Sometimes we need to turn off the thinker muscle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like shut it down. And I, my, I used to do like these visualizations of like pretending to close the lid on a box and put it on the shelf, especially during stressful times when I had a lot of, a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. I don't just be like, I can't control right now how many things are happening all at once, but I can control what I do with it before I go to sleep at night. And that's, I haven't done that in a while. So you've reminded me to do that. I appreciate that. And I think for our listeners to hear, you know, this is this can be extremely supportive of clearing brain space. There's mm-hmm. one thing I do with my clients a lot, which is we start with just me telling them, get out of your head, 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 and then get out of your head just a little bit more. And right. the way we do that is by voice notes or journaling or however it is that you can get ideas out of your head and into somewhere where you can access it later. It's amazing actually how much clutter you clear out and then make space for new and fresh ideas. You want to so, you want a $5 you want a $5 idea for everyone yes, listening. Yes, please. $5 idea. $5 Cha-ching. idea amazon.com. I don't get paid for this. Aquanotes. Have you heard of these? I have not. Aquanotes, one of the best inventions uh or well, maybe a little bit higher with price of everything going up, but it is um paper um that's waterproof as, as well as a pencil and Maybe this is too much information, but you know what? This is what makes me me. And I get inspiring ideas in the shower. There you go. So um, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. You, yeah. you, you get the you ideas, can you could jot yeah. them on. The catch is you have to remember to take the notes with you. So, but it's cool. There's about, I don't know, 50 pages there. They have the, uh, the suction cups, they go right on the, um, on the wall or the, uh, the shower glass. You write them down, you know, where I get some ideas, but sometimes I'll take a shower, have an idea, and forget it by the time I sit down on my computer. <laughs> Like, so oh. it's, it's <laughs> for five bucks. It's been a, a phenomenal idea and uh, recommend everyone pick that up today. So I love that. I, yeah, I've heard of like waterproof dry erase type boards. I guess mm-hmm. that's along the Similar, same lines. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever it takes. Right. I mean, I have some clients keep a notebook right by their bed mm-hmm. and, you know, especially when they're stressed, they'll tell me like, oh my gosh, I woke up at three o'clock, four nights in a row. And so finally, finally took your advice, Tracy, and went and got a, you know, a bedside table yeah. notebook, <laughs> right? Get up, scribble in the dark. Don't even turn on a light. Yeah. I have like a little clip on a uh, non-blue light mm-hmm. light thingy that I use, but, and they'll write stuff down and then they're like, okay, now I can go back to sleep because I don't have to remember it. Right. And then they'll get up in the morning and they're like, wow, that was, 
not inspired. And other times it is inspired and you can take that and you can run with it. But the idea, this is kind of a wellness tip too, right? It's definitely a wellness tip. It's like, you can turn it off now and allow the the journal to hold it as your container. So you can go back to sleep. And this is for everyone, right? It doesn't have to be a franchise owner, business owner. This is just, if you have your job and you're thinking about stuff, or looking for a job, whatever your case may be. Mm-hmm. These are all, in my opinion, helpful tips. I give this to, to anyone that, that we work with or I'm even talking to just about helpful advice. So stuff mm-hmm. I've learned over the years from people and love to share what's, uh, what's worked for me. So Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's very common that we're, we're just, we're exposed to so much data all day long, mm-hmm. right? And, and I'm breaking myself of the habit of grabbing my phone when I'm not doing something and just allowing mm-hmm. myself to just not do. But we do, right? We've got our phones, we've got our devices, we're looking, we're cramming information into our heads. A lot of it is not necessary. Right. Well, one of the things that we can do is, you know, sort of defrag at the end of the day right. <laughs> and do do it manually, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a great tip. And I'm sure that there's like a ton of other stuff that we could we could share for tips, but you know, I I feel like what you've shared so far is really interesting. And I wonder if some of our listeners, you know, might be, that might be sparking some ideas for them. So I would love to, to tell them how to find you and how to, if they want to get in touch with you to learn more about the services that you offer. I should do a video on Google calendar. I just have to uh, start, start, how, start, start how I do it. But yeah, I, if anyone um, is, has any interest in, in exploring business ownership, franchise ownership, not sure where to start. Very simple. If you go right to my website, we're, we're making some changes as we speak. So I'll give you the main site. So it's GG, my initials, because as you can see, it's very hard to spell my name. So GG, the franchise guide, G-U-I-D-E. And uh, once you get on there, and again, we're up making some updates to the site, but you can listen to my podcast. We have 70 shows um, covering different topics. Tracy was recently on the show as well. Uh, so we talk, talked about mind shifts and mindfulness and things like that. Um, the scarcity mindset, which is my, my, my favorite topic. And um, you can also download for everyone listening in my, my book, Franchise Freedom. So a little, little plug on the, on the book, which outlines my entire process. So if you're not ready to speak, talks to you about what you can be doing um, now, if, if you are looking to kind of prepare to make that transition to business ownership. And uh, if you're ready to talk now, just click on book a call and I schedule a 20 minute call with a 30 minute buffer for everyone listening in. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> now that I gave away my secret, but uh, a, 20, a 20 minute right fit call. Awesome. And it's not a right fit where you're a right fit to work for me. It's, it's mutual, right? It's a call where we decide if we mutually would like to move forward. And then we talk about what that looks like. So it's a free free call. All our calls are free. We don't charge for our service, but check out the site, tons of resources. We're going to put an FAQ page on there in the next couple of weeks. So we'd love to uh, connect and uh, talk to you guys soon. Wonderful. We'll put all the links in the show notes here. So everything should be clickable and easy to find. That's That's awesome. Well, before we wrap up, I would love to hear from you if you have like main tips that if you could tell people anything, what would mm-hmm. that be? The, the calendar thing was big. I think um, another tip that I learned recently, there's a book called Who Not How by Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach. And um, guess what? Who is Tracy? Who is possibly Giuseppe? It's me. Who Not How, basically the, the, the premise of the book is not figuring out, right? You have that vision. How do I get there? I would challenge you to, to, to figure out who is that person that can help you to the next step. So who is that person that can explain what business ownership is and the, the pros and cons just say of, of, of a startup or franchising? That, that would be myself. Who can take my business, my personal life to the next level? That's Tracy. You could do all the research you want, but Tracy is going to hold you accountable. Tracy knows the questions to, to ask, to dig a little bit deeper. So I think the who, the, the people that you have in your corner are crucial, but be very selective on those people. You interview those people. I'm not the only franchise coach. There are other coaches out there. You know, make sure it's a good fit. Make sure they have the experiences uh, and that they can assist you. So oh, I always encourage everyone have that intro call like we offer. I'm sure Tra- Tracy probably offer the same, but have that that call to make sure it's a good fit. So who not who not how is is a big one. Um, the calendar and again to reiterate is 
figure out the end goal and destination and then work in reverse. I think if you do that in general, I want to get my, I want to uh, get my health back in track. Well, I don't know if I need to use cables or go to the gym or work. Don't worry about all that stuff. Figure out what the end goal is. You want to feel better, drop some weight. Then you go to a professor. Who? Maybe it's that that coach. You know, we hire coaches for all these other things. Why not hire a fitness coach, a coach for your business? And I think um, and that wraps back into who, not how. I think that will help you grow, save a lot of time and frustration, as opposed to online research, and help you um, grow exponentially and in much uh, less time. So our time is mm -hmm. worth something. So might as well maximize the uh, the years we have left. So. Absolutely. And it's borrowing from someone else's 10,000 yeah. hours, right? So we, mm -hmm. we can take away. So some, uh, someone that I work with a little bit talks about Bruce Leeing things, right? So you take the best of it and then you make whatever you need to be uniquely yours, uniquely yours. And this is where we can all support one another. And that who not how is, I haven't read the book yet. It's been recommended to me several times. And I think that's like the fourth time I've heard fourth. it. So. And he talks yeah. about the four freedoms. So definitely read that book. The four <laughs> is the- uh... <laughs> Ask to cart right now, yeah. instant purchase. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, did I? Yeah, it was, it was at one point last Christmas, it was 99 cents on Amazon. I'm not sure what it goes for now. But did you say Bruce Leeing it? Yeah. Oh, I like that. I was like, I don't know if I heard you right. I, I kind of, I've been yeah, following Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee lately. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. And I, <laughs> it really is like, you know, I think we're, I, I, this is a whole other topic, so I won't go deep into it, but we are definitely entering a time right now where a lot of the old systems are breaking down mm -hmm. and that's a good thing. Chaos sometimes doesn't feel too great and change doesn't always feel too great, but it is a good thing. And I think entrepreneurs are in a good position to lead the charge. So this is where the Bruce Lee analogy comes in really handy. So borrow from other people's expertise, you know, get who not how and apply those the four principles to your life and and uh, you know, again, note to self, go pick it up. Um, you know, but it's a quick read, I, very quick. Yeah, read. <laughs> yeah, I've heard such great things about it. So I keep saying, I don't have time. I have all these books I want to read, but I'll move it up the list. Um, but yeah, this is great advice. And I encourage, I encourage our listeners to, you know, go check out what Giuseppe has to offer. Listen to his podcast. It's really great. Before you and I, I think met, met, I went and listened to a couple of episodes and, you know, it's just, I felt like there was a lot of wisdom. You share a lot of insights and just as you've done today on the show. So go listen to Giuseppe's podcast, book a call with him if that's the right thing for you. And yeah, thank you so much for coming today. It's been it's been a real pleasure. I feel like we could talk for hours. Yeah. I had to keep watching the clock to make sure we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Right on, yeah. right on time. So not if, bad, yeah, right? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> and you'll make your lunch date with your wife, which yes. is great. So you know, I haven't met her yet, but we, we're friends now. Right. So <laughs> or, 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 or I'm in trouble. So yeah, right, no. I don't want to be the cause of that at all. <laughs> I'm gonna get the knock on the door soon. No, this is this has been great. I we absolutely we could definitely talk uh, for hours, but it's been a pleasure. I. Appreciate the invite on the show and uh, looking forward to uh, chatting again. Wonderful. Likewise. Well, thanks again for coming and um, enjoy your afternoon. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye, bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Entrepreneur Mindset Reset. If you liked what you heard, be sure to click the subscribe button so you'll never miss a show. Please leave us a review and tell your friends about us so more people can hear the valuable information we share in each episode. We look forward to hearing from you and celebrating your success.